Welcome to the K-pop cast. I'm your K-pop DJ, DJ Peter Lowe, and I'm joined by my co-host, Stephanie. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Glad to be here. And today we'll be reviewing Icon's Love Scenario. Or in Korean, 사랑을 했다. Letting you know if the song is Daebak or not. But before that, we're gonna first dive into our hit replays. What's making you hit replay this week, Stephanie? Well, I have really been impressed with what the new girl group Luna has been coming out with this past year. They just come out with hit after hit, and their newest single, One and Only, is no exception. It's really groovy, it's got a nice R&B feel to it, and the video has this mysterious quality yeah. as well, so yeah. I can really get into it. I'm totally getting those eerie supernatural vibes from that music video. And man, DigiPetty came on strong with that dark concept. It's not fruity and beautiful. It's dark and eerie. Mm-hmm. Woo, ready for Halloween already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, DJ Pilo, what's making you hit replay? It was a hard pick between Boa, Red Velvet, all these other great picks this week. But my breakout hit replay was Shim Mix's Color 2017, the 2017 Best of K-Pop Smash Up. It's a 14-minute journey through everything from 2017 blended into a single coherent narrative. I love how it mixes both the instrumentals and acapella verses in a way that doesn't sound jarring. It's a cohesive masterpiece, so be sure to check it out. hyping this up. I cannot wait to listen to it myself. The 2016 mashup was awesome, so I can really not wait to check this one out. So moving on for Taebak or Not, it's Icon and their song Love Scenario. Or 사랑을 했다. 우리가 만든 love scenario 이젠 조명 Steph, have you ever watched a K-pop music video, but your eyes just kind of 
gloss over the details? Sure. I mean, just throw a few six packs in there and I'll forget about everything else in the video. <laughs> <laughs> well, six packs aside, um, in the words of our favorite K-pop theorist, K-pop junkie, that's exactly what this is about. Six pack abs? I missed it. How did I miss it? <laughs> no, not the six packs. <sighs> well, maybe your memories of the six packs. So it's all about the memories, Stephanie. Mm. So that's what K-pop junkie says this is all about. In Icon's love scenario, we see them walk past the same scene over and over again. K-pop junkie points out how the film effect can be seen actually on the edges of the frames to show that, you know what, this is a circular motion this is a circular memory that it's being like sort of taped and stitched together and the music video in fact starts right off the bat when they start playing a film reel you see them unravel the film reel and then you're reviewing the film reel itself so cool yeah my first impression of the the visuals and the concept is like this is super creative. I don't think I've seen this exact technique used before. Right. Um, honestly, it, it moves a little fast. So I get a little dizzy at first. I'm like, whoa, whoa. But still, I'm enjoying it. I'm glad they went with this choice and, and took a chance. Yeah. I just love seeing something unique. Right. When you say that it made you feel dizzy, I wonder if that was partially on purpose because you're seeing the same scenes and they're revolving around a single love story over and over. Mm-hmm. It's as if you're replaying a same love scenario uh. over and over <laughs> again in your head. Yeah, you're right. It, it all connects together. I mean, that's that's the mark of a good concept is, you know, all of the pieces, the visual, the lyrics, the theme, um, yeah. they all just fit together neatly. Yeah, and I mean, the choreo even points out that circular motion. So you see that one moment where they've got the guy in the middle and then all the other members are circling around him right that's right so it's like replaying that same memory over and over like could you have done something differently i mean the lyrics are pointing to like obsessing over a past mistake well what could i have done or redone and reliving that moment again and again again and again and again (laughs) (laughs) oh man throwing back those like 2pm references that's that's good stuff the kids don't remember the kids don't know about that (laughs) yeah the older fans will get it but you know that that circular motion over and over it kind of reminds me of that Mad Men episode when Don Draper is pitching um, Kodak the Kodak carousel reels whoa we're going to lose all of our young fans, Peter. What are you doing? Uh, well, I remember growing up with this one that my parents used to use these like Kodak carousel reels, but it's like where, yeah. for its time, it was revolutionary. It's imagine a projector and kids are like, what's a projector? I, okay, can't yeah. there. But you'd <laughs> shine light on these slides and you'd, you know, it was before PowerPoint, right? And you'd have that go up onto the wall or onto the screen. And a way to go through many different slides was to have them in a wheel. So you'd, when you hear that clicking sound, you know, when people always say next and you hear the click sound, it was always referencing this, this carousel. And you hear the click of the carousel moving to the next slide or the next image that I would project. The message behind Icon's love scenario is all about having a memory, a deeper bond with those memories. For many people, that's nostalgia. And in the words of Don Draper from that Mad Men episode, it's, quote, nostalgia. nostalgia. It's, it's delicate, delicate, but potent. Teddy told me that in Greek, nostalgia literally means the pain from an old wound. It's a twinge in your heart, far more powerful than memory alone. The 
this device isn't a spaceship. It's a time machine. It goes backwards and forwards. It takes us to a place where we ache to go again. It's not called the wheel. It's called the carousel. It let's us travel the way a child travels. Round and around, and back home again. place where we know we are loved. The message behind Icon's love scenario is all about having a memory, a deeper bond with those memories. For many people, that's nostalgia. Another reference that just came to me is, isn't this like Inception? Dun dun dun! With the spinning top going around, you wake up in the on the beach, you wake up in the same... Oh my gosh, it's all a conspiracy. Maybe not. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not so deep. It's not so serious. But <laughs> I just love. I, I think we both love comparing or seeing what could have inspired the the current K-pop video that we're watching. It's always taking hints and inspiration from wider pop culture and movies and and TV. That's what K-pop is all about. Yeah. And speaking of taking inspiration from global hit movies, I mean, can we just talk about those credits at the end? It's like this was a legit, real cinematic production. I, you know, I, I kind of got up out of my seat at the credits, and I already started leaving the theater. Stephanie, no! so tell me, tell me, for those of us who didn't stay past the credits, you know, for the, for the post-credit sequence or or the credits <laughs> themselves, what 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 should we be looking for, Stephanie? I mean, I, I didn't necessarily stay until past the credits, but I just <laughs> I just saw the credits and thought like, dang, this is a real movie they have it's rated pg i saw they have an executive producer and all of those other roles i was like wow you know why i think they do that stephanie it's because they started it as if you're replaying a memory or replaying a film right so that's why you see the artifacts of an analog film throughout the music video and it starts with them you know putting that film reel onto that projector onto that movie screen that's probably why they end with the credits. Exactly. Ah, so smart. So well done. Love it. So what did you think of like the visual concept as a whole, Stephanie? Well, after I got over that dizzy feeling (laughs) from the first few seconds, I started to appreciate the fluidity Mm -hmm. of the visuals. There was, I mean, of course, the the boys were dressed in the bright colors and the K-pop tradition, but the backgrounds were not as brightly colored. And so there was a nice contrast there. There was always something to catch your eyes. They're dancing around each other in a circle and each boy getting their own spotlight. I had a good time. It was, it was fun. But I know that you picked out more like Easter eggs and more objects and the cameras and films and stuff. So, so tell us about that. Well, for me, it was just that what we derived from the message and the concept and the theory that K-pop Junkie points out. I actually really like the analog flashbacks. So that feeling that okay, this isn't 21st century film production, but rather, you you know like how sometimes people love sepia, or sometimes they love vinyl, or they <laughs> love those... Sometimes. It's so overdone. Sometimes. It depends on how hipster you are, you know, whether or not you've got a fully grown beard and, <laughs> and flannel and stuff. But 
that that's a preference. That's the stylistic preference, right? Sometimes you like those defects. Same way, like we like certain Instagram filters that are designed to recreate those old artifacts and sepia tones, right? I felt that analog grain in distortion could have been more pronounced and distorted in this music video. And I think if they did that in a more of a obvious way, I think that would have helped the concept even more. That you're playing a nostalgic memory over and over. That would have made it more memorable in my mind. I totally agree. Honestly, I didn't really notice until the second watch that that was what was going on. They were unraveling the film reel and then making the connection with the credits. Yeah. I mean, maybe I was <laughs> focusing on other things. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, if they would have like hit me over the head with it, <laughs> that would be much appreciated. Yeah, and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with going that obvious too. I mean, this one, they definitely get at it and it's a little subtle, but I don't think they're insulting our intelligence by making it obvious. I think that's totally yeah, fine. Exactly. I really like what she said about the the choreo and how the iconic <laughs> iconic move yeah. in the choreo is that carousel or circle right. formation that they do. I mean, that's really the only thing I remembered about the choreo as well. Mm-hmm. That's enough. It doesn't need to be some hard-hitting BTS routine. It just needs to fit in with the rest of what we're hearing and seeing. So, well done. I'm completely with you on that, Stephanie. I did kind of gloss over there dance performance uh, video as well and that I'm sure was great but like it it didn't stand out as much to me in my mind as just that circular motion which really helped illustrate the concept and the message and that's gonna stay with me right and I'm sure everything else I did was on point technical and good but it's a little less memorable and that's not a diss on them I they're great but contrasting that feedback from both you and myself Stephanie One of our listeners and contributors, Ariana Khan, actually gave us a tweet. She said, quote, I wasn't a fan of the video. The pan shots moved so fast they made me dizzy, and they didn't lean far enough into a story. However, I love the choreo. I would have been happy if that were the whole video. The song is also interesting and dynamic. I love a good mid-chorus drop. So I think... Ariana provides a good counterpoint. She really loved that choreography. Mm. And for her, that would have made it, even without the story and the concept. That would have been great by itself. I was intrigued by the audio. I thought they did something different with the song. So first of all, they started with my boy, Bobby, who's like the only member I actually know, admittedly. (laughs) But he has a really distinct voice. And then the song itself has this consistent rocking beat that's a little slower. It's mid-tempo, just like Ariana said. And that really appeals to me. I could feel myself swaying back and forth. And as I'm having so much fun identifying each of the instruments that's included in the song, it almost, it has this childlike feeling or maybe Mm -hmm. one of those classrooms where all the kids play a beat on a household item. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way to describe it. Like somebody has one of those handheld keyboards. Yeah. Like a little piano. Somebody has a bell. Someone has a maraca. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Stephanie. It's got that young adolescent feel to it. Like you're still kind of learning and discovering things with that piano beat in the beginning and in part of the verses. I really get that feeling. Yeah, I just had so much fun with it. I think there was enough of a constant to you know, keep you swaying so that your dance moves don't get messed up, you still look cool. But there is always something new in the background that's like subtle that you can pick up on. One thing is that around three minutes into the song, it's like almost done. I feel like they tried to 
Like in the video, the boys are jumping around, making it into some kind of dance party, and they're trying to like bring the energy up. But the song it still has that slow rocking beat, and so them jumping it just it feels weird. It's dissonant. It doesn't work. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, it's the same tempo throughout. I mean, it's the same BPM. Like that doesn't vary. For the chorus, it goes into more of a grooving, slow feeling beat, right? And yeah. that's so dissonant to your point, right? With the with the visuals and the concept, like these are guys who want something more upbeat. They want a banger. <laughs> yeah. And then what we're hearing is the contrary to that. So, what did you think about the audio overall? What stuck out to you, Peter? Well, borrowing phrasing from Simon Martina of Eat Your Kimchi Frame. I'm not sure where I would rate them on the English of this song. Because <laughs> every time they're saying scenario, it sounds like they're saying Sanrio. Oh, Sanrio. You know, the Hello Kitty brand? Yeah. yeah it's like, da, 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 Sanrio. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, and that would be a really good parody cover if somebody wanted to riff off, off of that or like substitute the lyrics for like their favorite Hello Kitty brand or, or whatever. I think that would make a really funny parody. I bet someone's already done it. Yeah. So I will say, like, I, I kind of like that that adolescent feeling that we're getting from that piano riff in the beginning. And it I definitely feel like whoever the protagonist is of the song, that they're feeling just a little unsure of themselves or they're, they're sort of like wandering through that memory or that experience. And that's what I sort of hear whenever I hear that instrumental. Yeah, it's exploration, it's curiosity. It's all about the story you tell, the mindset. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, to be honest, like, I thought it sounded great, but it could have used a little more cowbell. Ah. <laughs> it was actually our junior editor, Michaela, who pointed that out to us over chat. She's like, oh, my gosh, you guys, did you, like, hear the cowbell in this song? Oh, my gosh. So, yes, that's, if you have one reason to, to listen to it, it's for the cowbell. And that cowbell, I think, I, I mean, as much as we like to make fun of it, it sort of creates the melody. That cowbell, like, I really feel like the cowbell carries the melody when the piano drops out. It does. The, the cowbell, it sticks out just enough. And it uh-huh. reminds us we're in that classroom and that we're having fun. Yeah. Or that when you hear that cowbell, it's impossible to have it unheard. And it like yes. carries through the whole song and you can't not hear it once you hear sure. it. I gotta have more cowbell. All right. Moving on to our score, Stephanie. One to five. One being the lowest and five being the highest. How would you rate the concept of this song? That's tough. I really like what the makers of the video did in terms of being creative with the the revolving film reel mm-hmm. theme. However, other than that, it didn't hit it out of the park for me, like in the way. Maybe it's because I'm still coming off the high of Sunmi's video, right? Um, that was so dynamic and so deep and, and layered. Right. With that said, I'm going to have to go with 3.2. How about you, Peter? Providing another perspective on this, I thought that message really delivered. I really liked how it brought nostalgia. My one critique, and then this is just going back into the English and me maybe giving a lower uh, English rating, is that it's not technically a scenario. It's a memory, <laughs> you know? Like a, a scenario is something that you would like sort of uh, simulate or play out in the future. But this is them thinking back, right? So that's where I'm like, uh, okay, mm. it's not technically a scenario. They should have done something 
Maybe that is another word choice for scenario. Maybe something nostalgia. And that would really like push it over the edge, push it over that brink yeah. for me. And I think they could show that just a little bit more, maybe with like artifacts or that, that grain or that analog look in the music video for the concept. I would have given it higher. But that all said, I think it is a really great message. So I'm giving it a 4.2. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know, Stephanie. I've got a soft spot for like nostalgia. I guess so. And memory and Inception-like and layers and <laughs> stuff like that. So wow. it worked on me. All right. I'm going to have to watch it again. And I, I really respect your opinion, Peter. So I'm going to have to discover more of those layers on the next watch. Yeah. So how about the audio? What did you think? What's your score? Well, that's where I felt like it really suffered. Like to your point where you called out earlier where it's more of a mid-tempo song and you're sort of like finding, discovering yourself. It didn't wholly match up with that feeling of replaying a memory over and over. I At least I didn't get that as much. And it isn't as catchy. I felt like it was like two songs kind of mashed up together where the chorus has this like R&B grooving beat and then the verses, especially the intro verse, is a very different feel. So that's why I'm not fully feeling the audio concept. So I have to give it a three for the audio. So for me, I am kind of in the same boat. Uh, I found it fun to listen the first few times and like identify all those instruments and, you know, sway back and forth. It's cool. But to be honest, um, it doesn't have the staying power to remain on my playlist for, for too much longer, unfortunately. So, um, so it's, it's cute. I like what they did, but it's, it's not going to stick for me. I, I'm going to give it just a a three. Okay. And we say that like, it's a bad thing, but it's not. Like that's, (laughs) that's still pretty good guys. Like it checks all the boxes for good production. Yeah. Right. And it's a good, you know, it's worthy. It's like a thumbs up. Sure. But it's not impressive. Yeah. I'm I'm not like excited about it. I'm not going to be sharing this with my friends. Just going to sweep it under the rug. <laughs> Stephanie, do you need to give it something lower than a three? Maybe. Uh, let's, okay, I'm, I'm going to bump it In down. In the words of you... Ricky Woodson, like I'll... Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, because Ricky Woodson always calls us out for like when we're like not, you know, really feeling it. And he's like, come on, guys, you got to rate it lower for not liking it. I know. I hear Ricky in the back of my head. Okay, I'm going to bump it down a little bit. This is just a 2.7 for me. See, that that matches how you're describing it. Yeah. So I think that works. <laughs> I think I like it more than you do, at least for the audio. So that's why I, I think my three still stands. So. Cool. So at the end of the day was Icon's Love Scenario, Daybok or, or Not. not. <laughs> Oh, gosh, this is right in the middle for me. But I have to be true to my heart and say not. I applaud you, Stephanie, for being true to your heart, sticking to your guns Mm -hmm. and saying it like you mean it. So hat tip to you, Stephanie, on that. But I think this song is still pretty tebak. I like it. I, I think, you know, the message outweighs any shortcomings from the audio. All right. Fair enough. Wrapping it up, you know, we asked our Twitter followers what they thought of Icon's love scenario. And Twitter user Iconic Bookworm, or Jenny Z, and not the same Jen Nay who keeps tweeting at us, by the way. <laughs> we love you, Jen Nay. Uh, but Iconic Bookworm Jenny Z said, quote, Love scenario is great. I really, really like it. I like the music video. I like the song, obviously, lol. And the dance choreo <laughs> to it. 
The vocals are amazing as well, as the rap. I can go on and on. The whole album is awesome. If you haven't, you should. If you, <laughs> if you, you haven't, you if should. If you haven't yeah. listened to it. Um, <laughs> I yeah. get you, I get you. Yeah, so I, I think to Iconic Bookworms point, we should check out the rest of the album and not just because you love Bobby. But also because you love Bobby. But also because you love Bobby. <laughs> Wrapping it up, we had some listener feedback on our last episode. We had a SoundCloud comment left by, of course, Ricky Woodson. And I'll pass it over to our junior editor, Michaela, to cover off on that comment. Thank you, Peter. So Ricky left us a comment on Holland's debut. To paraphrase, he really wasn't feeling it. The song audio-wise really wasn't his style. But he did make two other points that I really want to highlight about Marshall and Glam. Marshall is an artist under Feel Good Music and, like Holland, is openly gay but hasn't had the same kind of hype around him that Holland has. Feel Good Music, for those of you who don't know, is home to artists like Tiger JK, Yumire, Busy, and JunoFlow. Ricky also made a point about groups that have covered topics about LGBT love, citing Glam's XXO. Glam, overall, was Big Hit's first attempt at making a group with deeper meaning in their songs, so I definitely recommend checking out the MV for XXO, which also features a very cute pre-BTS Jimin. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and tell your friends to listen to K-pop in the K-pop cast. So signing off, Stephanie, who did the flashback loop concept better? Infinite or Icon? And by the way, listeners, feel free to tweet us your thoughts um, on who you thought did that flashback concept better. Stephanie, I'll kick it your way first. Oh, and let people know where they can find you online. Ooh, that's a tough one. But I'm going to have to go with Icon for the creativity. And you can find me online at sparker2 on Twitter. Totally agree with you, Stephanie. I think Icon was the one who delivered on this loop and this memory and nostalgia just ever so slightly stronger than Infinite. And you can find me at DJ Peter Lowe. Don't forget to follow us at the K Popcast, and we'll catch you all next week. Bye.